Today's episode of Pastor With No Answers is sponsored by the band Wild Earth. They just released a brand new album called Holy Fools, and we've had the pleasure of sharing a few tracks with you over the past couple of weeks. Let's check out one more of these tracks, and this one is called Of Peace. song is called of peace by wild earth you should know all about them by now but if you don't you need to pick up their brand new album titled holy fools you can get it on itunes or listen to the record on apple music or spotify make sure you visit wildearthmusic.com to keep up with any news or tour dates again that was of peace off of Wild Earth's new record, Holy Fools. Thanks again to Wild Earth for sponsoring the last three episodes of Pastor With No Answers. I've enjoyed this opportunity to show my listeners these songs, and I hope you'll all go and support this great band. All right, you're listening to The Pastor With No Answers, and we're with Levi the Poet, and you've got a little little new new project going. I don't even know if you call it a project. I, I'm, I'm just curious kind of what's the thought process behind it. I know that it's not like this crazy, in-depth, the Lord <laughs> slain you in the spirit and gave you a vision about Kendrick Lamar. And things. But here's, here's what's crazy, though. A few, few things... I've got two friends, Toby, one of them, that's uh-huh. not as big. I mean, not even. I'm huge into hip hop. I mean, it's just okay. I, I listen at least half of the time I'm listening to uh, rap. And yeah. Toby, not even close. And then the other guy, my friend Andy, I mean, just not even close. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's you know, Elliot he's Smith it. and Pedro the Lion and, and just okay. never got into hip hop. Both of these guys needs to be more ecumenical in his approach to music. <laughs> yeah, totally. But both of these guys, man, ha- said it exactly the same way. They asked me, "Are you listening to the new Kendrick?" I was like, "Of course." And they said, "We kind like Toby said this, and Andy said this. I'm kind of obsessed with it." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> like you they, really did it then? Ser- well, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it's something. There's so much hype about it, and there's so much talk about Kendrick Lamar. If you're yeah. into music just in general, you got to listen to it. Like, I, I yeah. seriously, I heard so much stuff about the new Taylor Swift. Yeah. I guess it's called 1989. I was like, I got to listen to it. And you know what? I respect <laughs> it. I'm like, this is good stuff. I mean, who, yeah. who can say this is not pop genius? Right. So, 
it's there. I don't know what it is about Kendrick Lamar. And then I'm curious if you know anything behind the scenes. What I've heard, because I think when you're the father of four and pastoring a church and recording podcasts and, you know, want to have a relationship with your wife, you don't really have the luxury of really knowing in depth behind the scenes about every artist you listen to and and those sort of, i mean there's a you lot of artists spend hours on chat for right, right. Yeah, totally okay. totally yeah. like there's so many artists i listen to i have no clue i don't know where they're from i i uh-huh. just i just don't know a thing but i have heard about kendrick lamar and i don't remember where i heard this yeah oh i think it was actually interviewing so we we did a couple of hip hop episodes on pastor with no answers and so one of these guys i think had this background info that he definitely stay, is committed to his girlfriend, so yep. he's he's not on the road sleeping with a bunch of, bunch of people. Right. I I want to say that he does not. Th- this is where I'm really speculating, but I'm pretty sure I was told that he does not have like a crazy party life. That is, he's he's a pretty sure. simplistic living yeah. kind of guy, and uh, you know, is not always out there being crazy, doing drugs, and and that sort of thing. So there is some legitimacy to the person that you hear on albums. And like, for example, if you've listened to some of his stuff and been like, well, what are you even talking about? This dude is horrible. A lot of his lyrics yeah. is, is telling a story. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not like, Hey, this is me. You know, I want my dick to be the size of the Eiffel <laughs> tower. So I can, I think F the world for 24 hours or something like that. But 72, 72. That's yeah, right. 72 Three days. Yeah, my V, yeah. my V. Yeah. So what's your, t- tell people a little bit about your little project that you're doing. Well, okay. So, I mean, it was kind of random. A friend called me. Uh, he invited me to go to Coachella with him and his son. Yeah. Um, and so that was cool. I've never been to Coachella before, and I don't really know anything about it other than that it's Coachella, and Kendrick was going to be there, and that was the most exciting thing ever to Heck me. Yeah. So. Um, I said yes. And then a little while later, uh, called me back and was like, Hey, did you listen to the new album? Like he keeps on saying this, like, ain't nobody praying for me thing that's going throughout it. Like, you know, you have any thoughts on that? I'm thinking about bringing some shirts to Coachella that just say praying for Kendrick on him. And, you know, if you want to write something about it, then you should write something about it. So I wrote something about it and we just put it up as a blog that was attached to this site and just, kind of shared some thoughts about Kendrick. I, I had every year at the end of the year, I do this, um, like top 10 albums list or whatever, just through my own site. And so I had, you know, sent I, I, I wasn't like a, I'm not like an OG Kendrick fan. Like I, right. I didn't, you know, I didn't even listen to a good kid, mad city whenever it first came out. Right. I heard Frank thought it was just another dumb song. And yeah, didn't want to listen to it. My wife uh, freaking loved it. All she listens to is all she listens to is like some ignorant rap. And uh, I'm not saying Kendrick's that, but she's you know it's always funny to me. But right. so she always gives me crap. She's like, oh, you're talking about Kendrick now. Well, just just you remember who got you into Kendrick. But uh, you know. So anyway, but we were just like, I was like, okay. And um, so he had made his way onto those onto those lists, the, you know, my exclusive lists and yeah. all that. Uh, yeah. But he just, I don't know, like I just, I loved it more and more and I really got into it whenever To Pimp a Butterfly came out. Yeah. And I remember, 
remember when that album dropped and uh, listening to it, I had been following some people that were really excited about it. And so finally just decided to give it a shot and just fell in love with it. Um, And I couldn't even really tell you why. Like I knew as a word person that lyrically there was something that was incredible that I was just attracted to. He's fantastic. Uh, at what he does and linguistically some of the stuff that he does is amazing. So anyway, I just, I just really loved it. And then when I started paying more attention to what he was trying to do, like you said, to the fact that good kid, mad city was this story. Um, and, and that, that it was like this linear narrative that had yeah. movement direction and not just a, an assembly of songs. And then to pimp came out and reading all of the, you know, all of the political commentary stuff on it, all of the people who were writing, talking about, you know, what he, what he was saying about God here, what he was saying about race there, what he would. And so for me, like at that point in time, it's funny. I mean, the crit, the, so here's the devil's advocate in me. Yeah. Oh, cool. Let's listen to two white guys talk about Kendrick Lamar on Pastor with no answers. <laughs> you know, so, no, why don't you guys tell us what you think about Kendrick? You know, but it is kind of funny, like, but hey, but it's time, all good. It's all no, good. I, I mean, we're, well, we're... I know, but it was the same time. Like it was, I never really knew exactly how to describe it because I still can't wrap my mind around that experience. But it was educational to me as yeah. well. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just so much stuff that has come out over the the last, or not has come out, but just that has maybe come to the forefront. Or maybe I maybe I should just personalize it more and say my eyes open to things that I just didn't have any sort of framework for in the past. And I've just, Kendrick was kind of a part of that. Right. And it, and there is really, I think something to you saying, man, he, I've got these two guys that absolutely loathe hip hop that are super into this new record. I mean that it's incredible when an artist is able to cross lines like that and somehow, yeah, he's done it. So, yeah, yeah because uh, and and you know, Toby definitely doesn't hate hip hop. He just doesn't listen to it a, a whole lot. Yeah. But it's like it's because there's something deeper than just the music. And I think that's that's the case with any musician. If they can do that, whatever yeah. the that is, if they can go deeper to where it's just like I just like for me. That's what Dave Bazan does. Like every yes, single, like agreed. when I heard Hard to Find a Friend, I mean, obviously, this is my gosh, 19 years ago. Some of the songs were probably written more than 20 years ago. I was like, I don't know how to put this in words, but I'm yeah. not just listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> like there sure. is something going on there. And, and what's nuts is it even crosses spiritual lines because. Right. Here you have the same guy who's still writing music. I feel the same way about it, and he's not even a Christian. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't just the the spiritual stuff that my spirit resonated with. It's also the stuff where I'm like, well, that sucks. I wish he was still a Christian, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, I love. And then there's a degree to which it's kind of. I mean, you can. I would. I don't know if you can put both artists like that in the same sort of category, but. It's amazing when I know Dave Bazan wishes entirely. he was in the bank account category. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. yeah, he should be out on this next run with him instead of Goosebumps guy, whatever his name is. But 
But it's amazing when, you know, when you hear something that is so, re- so, I mean, you know, there's a lot of artists that resonate with, but it's just so deeply resonant for some reason. And you know that, that like you haven't, I don't know, at least as far as Kendrick stuff, you know, it's right. like, I haven't gone through any of that, you yeah. know, like I don't, that's not, I, I am, uh, probably just the epitome of the opposite of that. But there right. are these things that like, uh, resound or like create longing and so i don't know it's just amazing the um i just think that it is really good yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm doing a bad job of explaining (laughs) it but i i just have appreciated it you know so anyway and i've written about him in different places not just with like you know some there but i just have have enjoyed it i i feel like um i mean i feel like to pimp a butterfly was like the soundtrack to the year that it came out yeah there was so much. There's so many, and that's part of it too, right? There's all this nostalgia attached to stuff oh, that yeah. you love, and oh, yeah. so that came out. Um, my friends Donovan, you know Donovan, I think, or I don't know if you do or not, but a friend of mine here in Albuquerque that some of the other dudes up there know, and uh, and another another like we all just we all would just listen to that record. I, I mean, I've got memories of us, you know, dancing in the green room to King Kunta right before the service <laughs> started and just like losing your mind. Oh yeah. You know, doing all these cross country trips and doing all this stuff and having all of these discussions about it and feeling and then like I said, also feeling like I just learned so much. Whether right. it was through him directly or through other people picking it apart and explaining certain things and then talking about why this you know, why it matters and yeah. um it was just good. So then when Dam came out it was just like well, hell yeah, I'm already on board, you yeah. know, and um, it's great. Totally. Yeah, that's a good point that you made. And I, I've thought about it, but I don't think I've ever communicated it publicly is just how much of a learning experience hip hop is, especially for white people. That totally. and, and, and sure, there are some white people that, that grow up in parts of the city that rappers are rapping about. But for the most part, we can't relate to the survival aspect of needing to join a gang for crying out loud, you know, Mm -hmm. or recognizing if I don't make money, then my family may lose the house. So I I know selling drugs can, you know, you can get paid a lot of money and I'm none, none of those statements are meant to dismiss like the negative impacts that has on people's lives. But if you are so narrow-minded to not even try and be with someone where they're at and understand, and I think the the biggest thing for me, and I'm really going to sound like a white idiot right now, but <laughs> the biggest thing for Let's me, just acknowledge that we're both white idiots yeah. and then continue. Yeah, boldly. totally, totally. Yeah, we are we are making that acknowledgement. But <laughs> I think for me, like I I. Uh, You know, people have heard me say this before. I mean, I was so Republican and conservative that the election in 2004, so this was Bush up for re-election running against John Kerry, I literally would have been devastated if he didn't win. I mean, it was (laughs) like being a Republican and being a Christian was so mixed with, you know, so intertwined, and I love George Bush, and I just, I mean, that was a huge part of my life. So that's that's where I was. So obviously, back in the day when I heard rappers, you know, talk about 
drugs being something that were possibly brought into the country to keep black people down and to put them in jail. I mean, I was just like, that is ludicrous. Whereas yeah. now, taking a, a deeper look and watching documentaries and, and hearing like uh, Kanye West go on and on and on about it, and, and obviously I don't buy into everything Kanye West says. I love his music, but it's like, oh, wait a second. Some of the stuff that he's saying it's right or at the very least worth thinking through and yeah. figuring out for yourself. This isn't just liberal bullshit to dismiss and and say, right. yeah, these these this is just not right. I mean, and I'm embarrassed to say that there yeah. was a point in my life where I was just like, yeah, this is this is garbage. I like the rap music, but I certainly yeah. don't like what they're saying, you know? Sure. And I mean, yeah. because I'm the same guy that this time 17 years ago, I thought that racism was something that we had kind of moved beyond outside of little things here and there. And now I realize 17 years later, we're like in the thick and thin of it. It's yeah. just, it's just not yeah. politically correct. So that's yeah. maybe some progress, but as far as the actual racism that exists, I mean, we sure. are, we're not in a great place. Sure. Well, and I appreciate too about, I, I think, I mean, there's that, whether it's an artist, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a book, whether it's a movie, I love, uh, I've enjoyed art and conversation more and more as it, it works to challenge the notions that you already have. Yeah. And I think, I think that, I mean, that, honestly, I mean, just that's one of the reasons why I'm, I really enjoy what bad Christian does because it's just blunt and that's what it is. And that's right. what it's going to be. Right. Um, I appreciate that. Like I love, uh, like I love the Geraldo jabs that Kendrick put into the new thing where he's like talking about, Oh yeah, I don't like violence or whatever. You know, I yeah. like, I appreciate it. And obviously, uh, I mean, that's more than just something for a person to giggle at. That's yeah. like a real issue and type of ignorance, like what you're talking about. But I like it when I like the poke, you know, like I, I like the challenges that people put forward and I feel like he does a good job of doing that, yeah. um, in a way that makes, I mean, obviously, there's a lot. There's obviously there are a lot of people paying attention to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get this episode to be cool. like the highest rated, highest listened episode ever. I'm gonna title it <laughs> Levi McAllister and Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that is so. That's great. Yeah. Tour 2018. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm going for, man.